recording. Welcome to the second session of the possibility coaching training. And I'm still greeting you from the from Czechnia, from the possibility coaching bridge house, which is now full of possibilitators. And yeah, for the beginning, I want to open a, a logistics, mini logistics space. And one is that, um, ah, Leslie thought, oh, there is another person coming, but Leslie is joining with her computer. Great. Um, then tomorrow there will be an EHP dojo, right, Marina? Progress. Marina, there will be no. Yeah, it's it's on on Monday. Ah, it's on the, Monday. The, okay. Yeah, okay. Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. says time actually. Yeah. So would would you bring this into the space fully because you placed it in the group, but like invite us into this space? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The next Monday I won't be in Europe, so I won't uh, join the the. EHP dojo but from the the uh, other monday which will be would be the i think 24th uh, there's this um monday EHP dojos that happen at 9 at 8:30 in europe uh, like uh time so and it's a possibility to people that cannot uh, join during night or during evening who is in, in the Europe uh, time. And yeah, I, I have this uh, difficult for me to, to join during the evenings and I decide with other people to, to create this space. Great. Nevertheless, it will happen next Monday, right? Even you are not there, it will happen. Okay, just to make this clear. If so someone wants to join the group, it's, I think I, yeah, I let, I, I, you posted I, it. You posted it in the in the group. The link you already put it in. Mm -hmm. Just to check, is eight thirty a.m. or p.m.? A.m. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, it's a morning possibility because yesterday we had the the Tuesday evening dojo, and this is the opportunity to come together also for you. And I did not see anyone from you joining, so. Um, I propose make it happen. These are extraordinary spaces where you can come and you will find a space holder. And you can already practice um, holding space and, um, and also receiving. It's, it's so simple because the, the space is al already there. You not even need to ask <laughs> that someone is joining. You click the link and you go. And this is a great offering too, to, to if, if you want to become the space holder of a new EHP dojo, this is another way to get great practice for, with, with clients and also to invite your circles to, especially people who are possibilitators in the making. Yeah, and, and there are people you don't know probably, which is great then you have new new people to hold space for 
Cool. So then another logistics, um, we have two sessions which are a bit different than what we do um, like today, for example, and then the, the, the feedback and coaching sessions. There's one Q&A session planned and I asked Vera and she said yes. So on the 23rd of November, we will have a Q&A session with Vera. So, um, of course, your questions are already welcome also through this research until the end of November. But nevertheless, if you're if you're having hot questions or we, we will involve evolve and, and create new questions which are hot bubbling then um, for for this call. And if you have especially some for Vera, you directly want to ask her, then keep it for the 3rd of November. And another special session is on the 16th of November, one week earlier, I won't be there. And this, the kind of the, the umbrella of this session will be non-linearity. And I invited Devin, Devin Gleason, to join as a space holder and will hold space together with Nicole. So that you already know this, this is set up and um, yeah, Devin is, an, is a master of um, gremlin non-linearity. So um, you will what have time. Um, I think it's the seven, seven, we, we started seven then. Let me check. I, no, it's the, it's the, um, it's from six same time as today. Like it's a two and a half hour session on the 16th. Cool. So any other logistics? Katrin? I will miss the class next week. Okay, thank you. And I can just share that um, I have broke my leg or my ankle this weekend at hockey practice, which has sort of impacted my capacity to do various things. So, so just like for your information. <clears throat> and also opened obviously some interesting questions of why did that happen right now? So things to explore. Cool. Yeah. Great doorways <laughs> to, to open up even painful doorways. Thank you. Any more logistics? If not, three, two, one. Logistics closed. Then, as I already said in the in, in the chat, or wrote in the chat, Charlotte is a new board member or like a team member, steward of this ship. Together, we are we are cruising around in the domain of possibility coaching, and. I want you, Charlotte, to bring yourself into the space. We heard all the all the voices already last uh, last week, and so that you onboard yourself. Thank so you. Yeah. Yes. Um, hello, my name is Charlotte, and I am from California originally, and I'm now living in Portugal with my partner in the south and um let's see i have been working with possibility management for about two years and 
was originally founded through a friend that I met at a, a medicine ceremony named Jeff. And he kind of was carrying this energetic frequency way of being with clarity and presence. And I thought to myself, I want what he has. And so I went up and talked to him and I was like, what is this? How do you behave like this? And he told me all about PM. And so I started coaching with him and then went to the ETBs and the labs. And um, I have really integrated it into my my coaching, which I was already doing before I came into PM, working as an astrologer and a yoga teacher. Um, so it's been really really impactful because um, my journey started with yoga and the yoga was so important for me at the time but I was so craving like the the found the 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 masculine of spirituality like it was all you know learning so much about how to be in the flow and how to connect to your bright principles but the underworld was never like I never understood that so I'm really drawn to this work because I found how important it is to understand my underworld and to go into it and so that's so I'm using that in my coaching and I'm really looking for for new ways to up level and and uh, in, increase my coaching capacity and skills and um, yeah discover like what is possible with possibility coaching uh, how can I really help support my clients like in ways that I can't even see yet. So cool. that's me. Um, and yeah, I'm in South Portugal. My partner and I are co-creating a small community and we're just at the beginning phases and there's a lot of um, things coming up as we do this emotions and pain points and like, how do we really co-create? And uh, so I'm in a, a liquid state with what I'm creating uh, in my life right now. Yay. Yeah. What, thank you. What a great place to be in a liquid state. <laughs> yes. Cool. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for joining and um, thank you. yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks, Isabel. And Christine and Nicole. And nice to uh, see all of you. And yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And you will be together with Marina, Leslie, and Katrin in a now a four cell, not a three cell anymore. Great. So somehow manage how to, yeah, link Charlotte in to your group. Probably you have already a Telegram group for that. Today's session is about how to work with newbies. And we already started the, the, the little experiment last, last week where um, you were thrown into this experiment of holding space and within five minutes to, to land the, the, this undoable task of delivering the map of the old and the new map of feeling and and i think it was already shaking somehow like how do i do this and how is it possible and um, and th these these are the questions we want to ponder today into 
and, and move on in this territory of um, working with, with newbies. And what came to me today in a research is that um, here in the, in, in, in the house, we had a session about boundaries. And my realization was that, especially with newbies, for me, it was so important to um, that, that, that you, or like what I see is that you develop a sense of being a boundary for this, for the new person entering into, into your space. And what I mean with being a boundary is that you are shifting identity, that you're shifting your identity into a possibility coach and no longer, for example, a yoga teacher or a, a massagist or um, other identities you might have, but that you shift your whole being identity into a possibility coach which has a different context than probably other other um, methods and methodologies you you might also have in, in your backpack nevertheless it's already at the at pinging out into the world um, having a different shape and having a different boundary being a different person uh, or being a different identity is um, gives the the client a different attraction point so um, what i mean with this is that when when the client comes and you are wobbly in your context and you are, have no you're not holding the clarity in what you are representing and for what you are taking a stand for and for what you have a yes you are a yes for for possibility coaching for the possibilities for exactly holding space for not a teaching and not an advice but like opening doors into into new domains then um, the person will have expectations in a different way because your signals what you're giving out into the world are not clear so my realization was that being a boundary for for clients is so um, for especially for new clients, I would say it's really helpful to shift them into the new context because they as as strong as your boundary is inside of you as a being um, the yes to what you are um, as more the 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 energetic distinction will land in them while they are joining your space. Because you are you are kind of they're coming into the door and already before but physically or energetically they will realize this is a different space than a, than than they were in before and and that this is this is one practice one one skill that you hold the the your inner boundary you are you know who you are and what you are representing and that, that has nothing to do with your um, gremlin ego state or your gremlin like the ego in itself but it's, it's like this adult understanding and also on an archetypal level who you are what is throwing through you which container you are holding inside of yourself which inner structure is is there which inner structure you are holding and the clarity in itself and and this would then be um the, the bridge into P 
that people that that your client is um, bridged into the first phase of of um, feelings work that the, as soon as the, the the client is realizing oh something is different here you're already cracking open the the next door into into the into this territory of okay like here it's different you can feel here's a bucket there's a towel there are tissues and everything is possible and wanted and exactly in, into into this territory we want to to dive in and to experience and that you you train yourself how to, how to do that and before also we do this we want to collect what you already um, kind of make a collection what you would bring into the space in a really in the first session what you want to deliver that we are collecting this together in the space and that would be the next step or next next move nicole do we have something to add yeah i want to say you touched on it christina that it this this all starts before you're even in a session and this is why we started with the poster because how what what you what mm, your poster communicates is is already there's so many subtle distinctions that are communicated through your poster that that like like when Charlotte was telling about when she first met Jeff so that so that there's this there's this clarity there's this something there are these ar archetypal qualities in your poster that that make it clear that that this is something else this is this is not the usual mm, you know therapies and modalities this is possibility coaching and it's a it's a doorway you are the doorway to possibilities you're the bridge to infinite possibilities alongside your clients and and there's a there's a lot to of course, as you all have experienced while you've been studying and using possibility management, there are so many distinctions and maps and tools that are part of that. And, and there's so much to deliver to your clients. And in the first, especially the first session, the, you know, using your scanners and noticing skills like we practiced last week to pick up on which which distinction, which map, which tool might come next. And this collection that, that we want to do with you right now is, is like, what, what's the menu? What are all the things on the menu in this first phase of conscious feelings work? So in this uh, EHP warm-up dojo, what are the first distinctions, maps, and tools? Like, what are the cluster of distinctions, maps, and tools that are that you kind of want on the smorgasbord, ready to to deliver to newbie clients, and we can, you know, put write all these in your notes, and then we'll create a, a document where where this list can be kind of you can refresh yourself with it and you can use it to practice. You can use it as sometimes uh, possibilities for work talks. So for example, 
the map of four feelings, the, the new map and the old map that, that we worked with last week, for all four of the feelings, that would be, you know, one of the one of the things at the top of the list of this collection. And the distinction between feelings and emotions. This this might come very early in a in a call or in a in a session. What what else would you add to this list? I went to this low drama. Like to talk about low drama and the drama triangle. Yeah, the numbness bar. The numbness bar. Yeah. Thank you. The mix, the mixing of feelings, I think, is also something that plagues a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, mixing feelings. I want to. Yeah, I, I have a question to the thing you said though about the the the, the being a boundary. I don't know if this is a place to to. Uh, ask for a clarification let, let's finish let, let, let's finish the list and I, I will I will speak more about that I want to add something in the list it's the scanning and have the landing in the space so setting the context about um, uh, radical responsibility this week I, I, get, I collect some feedbacks and I received two feedbacks from people that didn't come back. So made the first session and then didn't come back. And I asked her what happened. And the feedback that she said is like, I was with a problem and we went in different direction. So it didn't work for me. And what I collect from this feedback is like, this person arriving me and I, I didn't, but this bordering in the first session about it's not about fix you. So the, the distinction about two fa two phase healing and three phase healing, where the the goal of the possibility coaching is not to fix the person, because these two people that came with expectation to be fixed, it, this problem, this unique problem, but there's so much layers and it's impossible to be fixed like to have a problem solve it in this way so radical responsibility the context and the phases of healing two and three phases um, can you say something about the phases of uh, healing i just uh, just one of you words maybe i forgot what this gabriella do you want to say something about two that. two phase ceiling and three phase ceiling mm -hmm. yeah yes maybe i know but i forgot yes that the two phases healing is a way where mother culture you you have a problem so if something happened in your life and you you go to a therapist you go to a doctor you go to somewhere to be fixed it so you you go to that person save you and you come back and be okay so um the the first goal of two phases two phase healing is you be fixed and you become okay again so you came back to the same life and the three phase healing is the context of possibility coaching is where you have a problem you something not working anymore in your life and you you looking for a possibility coaching for example you look for a, a session 
And the purpose of this session is conduce this person's whole space should this person go liquid and change the shape. So this person changed the shape and she not come back where she like she will never be the same person after and doesn't mean that she be fixed it but she changed her shape and she is a new person she become a new person her being become a new person yeah yeah thank you it was just the word liquid states and i remember everything <laughs> i was just a little confused thank you yeah so also it could be also box oh yeah yeah can can i go oh, oh yeah i i thought about the difference uh between box and ego states also it, it could be also at the beginning of the, the of the session yeah or what i just heard like the liquid state what is a liquid state People have no idea what that, what that means. I even I even created um, um, a card, what to do during a liquid state. So I'm I'm check if I if I have it in English. If if yes, like I will. If not, I will translate it and provide it to you. <laughs> the the liquid state card for clients. The map of the five bodies is really useful before doing the four feelings because without awareness of the emotional body that it exists and like that then yeah so yeah i i added this to the list five bodies okay cool cool i work with a lot of people in the new age like world and sometimes the the map of three worlds can be helpful mm. Mm. Simple and it's easy to explain. A distinction does, does everyone, comes up. Everyone knows, like the the three worlds. Okay. So there's an there's a middle world. There's an upper world. Yeah. Okay. Good. Got that. Nico. I, I'm a map or a distinction that I come back to. And it and sometimes it even surprises me is that is the distinction that feeling is not thinking thinking is not feeling and and even sometimes with experienced you know ehp di deep divers sometimes this this you know noticing that someone's going into their head and not down into their into their where they feel mm, is yeah so bringing that in early and often. And the intensities and also, also. What? And also talk about mixed feelings, that feelings can be mixed and can be a depression or a helplessness. Yeah. Yeah, Ian was also mentioning this. It's on the list. Great. Nicole, you wanted to, you, you said something before Isabel said something like uh, intensities, you said? Oh, yes, yes. Intensities about this goes with the numbness bar that that feelings, mm, 
that when I'm, I'm looking to, when I say what I'm feeling, that I'm usually talking about the feeling that I feel in the highest intensity. And, and to, and the distinction that I, I can feel all four feelings about anything. And that the ability to turn up my intensity of feelings consciously is, you know, is something that it's a skill to develop. And, and this, yeah, this comes into the map of, or the distinction that feelings can be felt between, well, zero, maybe 1% and 100%. And that goes along with the numbness bar. And the, the distinction in the, on the map of mixed feelings, and I find this is, is, is gold for some people to, to give them the clarity that when feelings are mixed, they, they're not as useful. And that when feelings are unmixed, then they can be used. And when they're used in their pure form, they're, they're most useful. And drawing off of what Nicole said, um, you know, I, I more and more I, I want to work with people who are who are wanting to embody conscious purpose, not just wanting to heal, but wanting to heal for the sake of embodying conscious purpose in the world. And that, and with that, the distinction of phase one feelings work and phase two feelings work can be really helpful too. Can you talk about more, more about the conscious purpose, Jesse? I guess the distinction that I often deliver with that is that you are acting with purpose all the time. A lot of the, the motivator for your purpose are feelings and emotions. If emotions are motivating your purpose, you're acting with unconscious purpose, vengeance, um, domination, superiority, these are all purposes that you may go about acting out in your life. If you're acting from low intensity conscious feelings, then you are empowered to act with conscious purpose in the world. I feel this, I feel angry about this, and so I do this. I feel scared about this, and so I do this. And so it's a shift from having your emotions empower unconscious purpose to having your feelings empower conscious purpose. Yeah, and I, I would add, it's not only low level. It, you, because actually for space holding and for holding space for a bigger group, you already use a high intensity of, of anger to, to hold the, the clarity and the sword and the, the purpose of the space uh, in, the in, the, in the radical responsible field. And also that, for example, dragon speaking is quite high and it, it has a purpose. It has a purpose of, of speaking, speaking out what, what is necessary. And coming back to your question, Aeon, about being a boundary, um, it's probably it's, it's very new, like this, this understanding of um, being a boundary. Um, it's still new to me too. So <laughs> I, we, we just discovered it this, this afternoon that um, when, 
like when when I'm shifting in a different identity, I my energetic shape is different. Therefore, I am a different boundary. I am a different. I'm set not, not I'm setting a boundary which is relating to to people, and I say yes and no, and this is <coughs> what I not want, and it's more a relational um, boundary setting, but becoming a different identity and knowing what your purpose is, what your conscious purpose is, and you, you go for what you want and you say, this is my life, this is my purpose, this is what I do, and this is why I'm here for. I'm serving healing and transformation, what Charlotte said before. Then she, she is, um, her, her shape is shifting into this, um, into this shape, and this shape is a boundary. But see, that was my that was sort of my question because I mean, boundaries you usually uh, talk about as using anger to set boundaries, and what you were talking about sounded a bit like cavitating a space or holding a uh, like like you you create a a different context, and and I'm I, I fully understand how that 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 uh, the way you live your life, all the little things you do outside of the the session is important aspects of, of living that space and being able to hold that space. But I was just curious if, 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 if there is this distinction between cavitating a space and being a boundary or because I just felt that these things were being like, um, like uh, yeah. confused a little bit perhaps. So I just, I just wanted to address this, yeah. this, this possible difference between being a boundary and cavitating a space. Is that the same thing in, no, or is it two different things? It's two different things. Cavitating a space means that there is already space in, 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 a, in a space, in a container. And you are, where already is space, you're cavitating space. It's this, I'm not the oh, physics. I mean, cavi cavitating a space is by definition creating a space where there is no space. Where there that is, is no to space cavitate something. Where, where there is already space, for example, um, the bubbles in, in, in the liquid, which are um, uh, starting to bubble up, there, there is already something, there is already space and still there, um, there is mass and still it, it starts to cavitate, it still forms these bubbles uh, along the, um, along the, uh, how do you say, the glass, uh, when you, when, when you pour in the, the Coca-Cola or whatever, like drink with, with gas and, and sh mm. of course, if you're, if you're cavitating space, you're holding a space, but it's more holding a space, um, and you're inhabiting this space. And what I'm speaking about being a boundary is more internally, that you are, your being has a different shape. But I, nevertheless, let, let, it, let it ferment for a while. I think it's, it's pretty new and it can also um, evolve. So this is just our cutting edge research here in the Bridge House and probably it will shift also and 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 shape itself um, i want to add another distinction before we move on i would also it depends if it's necessary add in the gremlin like who's the gremlin what what is what is this gremlin thing all about or like the shadow purpose 
like minimum is it okay which purpose you have and is there a shadow purpose or is there a bright principle purpose and which also referring to all these ego states but yeah to to bring the gremlin somehow in depends where the where the new client is cool uh, and another map that be super high at the top of the list is is the map of first position and the distinctions that are part of that map so being centered grounded and bubbled yeah cool great so what we thought about is that you go in groups of three or four and that you have 10 minutes each and you're you setting the context you're setting the context and it's not already like delivering a map what, what we found but setting a context christina and, do you want to do that before that yes putting this yes. okay yeah i want to put this at at the end okay yeah and um and before we we break out in into breakout rooms um i want to collect also a bit more of even this was context setting like distinctions and delivering maps nevertheless what would you put in as um as context setting very basic for example okay this is a radical responsible space um it's experience based what we are here doing or um i'm not your healer it's like i'm i'm guiding you and like really basic basic steps um, to uh, or like feelings are welcome right I will not talk with you the whole hour I I will make you feel and probably um, this will be from your perspective painful or you will reach resistances like how to to bridge them into into this space of radical radicalness and um, and that your your way of doing this is you're opening doors and it's their responsibility to go through you will probably point in them but it's it's not you will go with them on 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 your hand and pass over it's like this is the door do you want to go through and i will treat you like an adult i will not treat you as a child and I will not uh, treat you as a victim who needs to be rescued. And so you can also then leave in the, the low drama. But the, um, and and what would you add? Like how like the, here in the space we have experienced um, coaches. Like how do you do that? I have a question. Yeah. About the that you said that. Yeah, about being saying that the person is a victim or bringing that that distinction. That distinction. I said, uh, I will not treat you like a victim. I will not rescue you. This is okay. what I said. Okay. Yes, and you will say that to that person. I will Sometimes not. Sometimes it, it it depends. It depends. If there if there. If they would sit, sit in, in front of me and would say, please help me do, do something with me, I would say, okay, what, what do you want? 
what do you want? And then I would bring this distinction and would say, I'm, I'm not here to rescuing you. I'm supporting you on your journey and um, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm not doing it for you. I'm not fixing you, like, like Gabriella said, and um, I'm, I will not allow it kind of, like, actually, this is the commitment. I'm not allowing you to stay in the, in the victim space. It's like, I will not make you, uh, I'm, I will not emphasize your, your victim state. I will point it out and say, look, I think in which, after, of course, um, having drawn the, the, the low drama um, map, you can explore where is the person. But yeah, I would, I would, I would say it like this, probably not in the first 10 minutes, but um, a bit later, when it's necessary, yes, I would do that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's about really radical responsibility. And it's not bullshitting, it's not fluffy, puffy, being nice to the person, it's not helping. It's really not helping to, of, of course, you're not, you don't be a mean person, <laughs> but it's like playing nice is not helping. Yeah. So anything... Something that's important for me to, yeah. to, cool. to, to bring to people, I mean, just first, it's like really people are coming with all sorts of different ideas about why they're there. And so it's hard to kind of put down, lay down like a, like a fixed, <laughs> like a context, because I'm usually responding to the person, what, what, what they're bringing, what they're saying. And, but a lot of times what I end up saying, because a common thing that people show up with is I want to feel better. And my, my response is I'm not here to help you feel better. I'm not actually here to help you feel well. And if you have, if you're really looking for someone to help you feel well, there are lots and lots of people who can help you do that, but I'm not one of them. And so like that, so oftentimes I lose clients because of that first bit. Um, and which is great because they weren't there. We weren't there for the same reason. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and such so, a, but yeah. specifically, I'm not here to help you feel well. You might feel amazing after the session. You may feel in ecstasy for the next day or week or month. You may feel like a, in a deep liquid state for the next day or week or month too. Um, but the purpose of this is to help you become, step into your purpose, step into your conscious purpose and the planet. So I'm here to help people step into there. I'm not, it's not, it's not just about healing for me. And this is specific to me. Like I'm no longer interested in helping people feel better. And so it's a, it's another purpose, but that, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's also this um, being dangerous, being dangerous and being an, a conscious asshole for a while, because you choose so. It's not that you are an asshole. No, you're an conscious asshole because it's necessary in the space to, to put your... It's actually, you, you will never put your sword down. If you would, you would be a nice person. But you are not. You, you have your sword on, on the throat and you are with the other person. You're with your client through thick and thin. Nevertheless, it's like you are not playing nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm not here. 
I like that. I have it on my list, Jesse. Will you else? make us co-hosts so we can record in the small groups? Uh, yes. Um, I will. I will do one one person. I will give co-host and okay, and that's it. So anything to anything what you want to add from your experience No okay I was thinking about the the tools when you do yeah, when you do the removing blocks or yeah, the tools that the person can really access. And yeah, probably this will come a bit later. But yes, like it's it's not in, in the first half an hour, I would say, that you that you present what energetic blocks they, they can um, undo besides they come exactly for that and but then they already know about pm you know it's it's now we are focusing on they have no idea yeah. one of the things that really um was exciting to me was when i was new was the idea that um this whole all everything that we're doing here is made up. It's a story and it's, they, someone used the term bullshit. And, and, and it's the most empowering story I know. And so I, I'm choosing it because it works for me. So you have that option also. Hmm. Cool. Okay, thank you. So, every yeah, time I just want to add another thing that, yeah. Leslie, will you finish? Just every time that I would think, oh, people are never gonna go for that, you know, snap grounding cord or the gremlin or whatever. I just think, yeah, well, they go to church and they go, you know, they worship this icon on the cross and you know they they have a lot of stories that they do so mm -hmm. so maybe uh they can just see that's that story and uh, there's another story and how does how does the one that you live work for you yeah that's an important question to ask yeah cool thank you marina before we fly into the spaces yeah I was thinking about when Leslie said at the beginning, when she started to know, know PM, I remember that checking for me was really something really new. And I remember the, to, to yeah, checking, like really going to the, the feelings and saying, I'm feeling sad because of that. Yeah. 
this this is the the first phase of feeling feelings work yeah cool great nevertheless like the first the first breakout is about context setting in your first session and um you you are in groups of four two are in groups of four and then um I already I I spread you in in your um, three cells, right? Like and, and your four cells, you're working uh, with with your with your team, and choose one client. Or actually, you can also have two clients. It's also possible. And they they are receiving they 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 receive you, and you have all together. You have forty minutes, like. 10 minutes per person and um, I will write you to shift to, to the next person but it's about um, that you have around seven minutes to to deliver and practice and then you get three minutes of of, um, of feedback and coaching and while you do this also give feedback and coaching not too long really precise so that the that yeah the coaching does not eat the time yeah and and then you shift from person to person and i um there's the one group with three you will have more time so you have 13 minutes per person just to be right? clear we have 14 minutes per person is that correct no, yeah. you in your group, where you are, you have 13 minutes in, for per, per person. Yeah, great. Okay. Did you say 13? 13 in the yeah. three-year group, like all together, it's 14, 40 minutes, four zero, <laughs> all together. Oh. 10 minutes per person, but there's Ten. one group with three and they have more time. Cool. Okay, so let's have fun. I will jump around. Come on, come on. Oh. Yeah, you need to accept. Great. the the possibilities that are available to you are the ones you can see are so limited compared to the ones that exist and in our work together this is this is what will be will, will happen is that is this creating of possibilities by sometimes painfully making your box go liquid this this part of you that's fixed in its ways that has beliefs and opinions and patterns and and snap that idea snap snap that center into your center where Be so it will yes Leslie, I'm confused. I don't, I'm curious if this is actually context setting. This seems like you're teaching us the map about centering and. Yes, I am. I am introducing context setting. So I, okay. I am, I am 
sneaking in some context, some teaching. Okay. 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 Cool. And what if we snapped again and from that center, physical center with our energy on our center, a grounding cord uh, sprouts out of that center into the center of the earth so that we are now grounded. Yeah, and Leslie, like really, I don't know how you started, but say, um, bridge the person into your space. And when you, when you do the centering exercise, that's probably a bit further down the road. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like it's still about painting, actually painting the picture of possibility management. What, what is a possibility coaching session all about? What is that? Like what, what they do, what they can actually really expect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So a possibility coaching session is a way for you to to enter um, to go on a journey you're going on the journey I'm opening some doors maybe pointing some directions uh It's an extraordinary space where you have a chance to find out for yourself what what is happening in you. What are you what are you feeling? What emotions in you need healing? Uh, may I say something, Beep? Leslie, go. Yeah. Go. Feedback okay. and coaching. The coaching is the okay. important part. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear that. I... There is a there is a drama triangle, and there is the rescuer, the persecutor, and the victim. So these are like the three positions. And the victim is more in the space like, oh, poor me. I cannot do anything about nothing. I, I'm, I cannot. Isabel? Yes. Like, like, this is not a space for delivering maps. It's about building kind of painting the picture of possibility management it's it's the it's what what do they expect when they are with you and team give her give her possibilities how, how probably she already done it i don't know it's like but give her possibilities how she can do that instead of already delivering a map and you have two minutes to give her feedback right now and then shift to the next person Yeah, Thank you. for for me, works in the beginning when you you bring up like started to make questions why you are here. We're creating possibilities together. This box will expand and go liquid and get cracks in it. 
And this is how new possibilities will be created. And, and I'm on your team about that. Wow, I'm so curious how we're gonna make this box crack and liquid inside. Oh, uh, okay. How are we gonna do that? What's what's how do I reach those possibilities out there? Because I don't want to be in this box team. I, I think, mm. yeah. Cool. What I want to begin with is to walk you through uh something that called first position and this is the this is like the ready position for possibility for, for possibility creating and it starts when you so, so you can all, all slowly like wrap up and then you have three minutes for coaching feedback and coaching and then you shift to the to the next person so keep your rhythm somehow in mind Right. Yeah, thank you. Okay, because you have three more minutes and then, then your shift and then again you have 30 minutes. Okay, what, great. What, what time are we all done with this? Because I, I forgot to note down the whole exercise is finished. What time? It's in, in, now exactly in half an hour. Half an hour. Okay. Yeah. yeah, do you see the countdown in the corner, Ian? Yeah, there's a countdown in the corner. Ah, thank you. No, thank you very much for alerting me to that. I did not notice that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so team, will you both give me feedback and coaching about my context setting? I missed your feelings. I missed uh, the connection with me, like uh, as a client. I, I, it seemed like you were um, saying things that you learn and not really the things that you, you live in your body and your it's more it was more in your head like i i didn't see the the pm in your bodies coming through so team wrap it up and move to the next person I, yeah for me it is important to say thank you that you go first and I appreciate the way you are doing makeovers. So you are pushing yourself to do it in another way and go. And what worked for me was the word extraordinary. Thank you. Cool. Who's next? Yeah, I can go next. Next, Marina, you're a space holder. If you say I can go next, who who has to decide? No, yeah, I'm the space holder now. No. I'm the coach. Yes, and you said I can go next, and I said you are a space holder. Do, who do you think will decide that? Mm my box probably when you say you can but then what will what will you do about that do yeah you, i was asking it's it seemed that i was asking over. yeah so i'll go next great you'll go next super go ahead okay 
Um, I'm I'm here. I'm glad that you are you came in in this session. I want to talk more about this um, possibility coach. It it seems very new. Can can be seem very new for you because it's um, the context here. It's very different from therapist places. In in the therapy, you you will come and to say about your problems, and probably you might um, um, come with your problems and ask for a help, ask for to be fixed and to be solved, to, to solve your problems. We are here, I'm here to navigate with you in this journey. And the more we go in this journey, then the more you go and we are going, I'm going with you in this journey, the more you will see that your ship will have more, we, we call here metrics. You build, we, you build metrics with a with a responsibility because now you are here assuming your the 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 this your trip the trip of your life now you are navigating with your boat and in this journey you will start to create this matrix the more matrix you have the more informations about yourself the things that comes from your we call it here bright principles which is comes from the things that your being wants and also really to see the underworld. So we have three worlds here. And the more you start to, to see your shadow and, and really go into these parts of you can, that can um, hold back from your projects and your, your life also, your connection to life and connection to other people with relationships with other people. And the more you start to really see all these parts of you, uh, the more you will start to navigate in your ship, you, you feel that you are the driver of your ship. And um, we are also talking about here, one of the, the very important thing here is about the distinction of between emotions and feelings. Feelings are very important information that can be a fuel of your trip, of this ship, because when you are talking about feelings, it's something that you are connecting to your, uh, the things that is happening now. The feelings can uh, only um, take, um, uh, the duration can be only up uh, to three minutes. If you start to think, to, to feel something that can l last more than three minutes, you Marina? probably you are feeling, uh, you're having, a, okay. I think you yeah, yeah, great. You're doing great. I want to add on an experiment. Don't use the word can. And mm -hmm. say the same thing without using ongoingly can, because of course people can. They can, but obviously they cannot, because that's why they are with you. No. And they want to learn. They want to learn and you can implies that they can <laughs> so frame it differently use different words and say feelings are and not can do that but feelings are providing this and feelings last three seconds three minutes and then they're they are passing through the through your body and then they're gone they did their duty 
and and yeah because and you're good in 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 this you're you did this already i guess and but and i know it's also not your mother tongue english nevertheless i know yeah shift go shift beep no beep shift go <laughs> and use not can great and i'm flying to the next one and team be with her be with yeah. her also like yeah yeah marina i have another event feedback as well when you in that moment when you yeah you picked up the rock and at the same time you didn't ask her about her fear like what what is fear for you you are just putting stories about that thank you yeah i start over this part Vianetta, I listen to you saying that you don't want to feel scared. And I want to ask it, why you don't want to feel scared? Because it, um, it keeps me away from a lot of things. So you, when you feel scared, you keep you away from a lot of things. Yes. Yeah, okay. Here in this space, I present you a new a new possibility to you navigate with your feeling. And probably this fear that you bring that keep you away from things is not a feeling, it's an emotion. And mm -hmm. the difference between the feeling and emotion is that the emotion is not from the past, it's from the past, it's, it's not from the present, it's from the past. So you are projecting something from the past in your life right now. And I have the assumption that this, and I want to check out with you, if this fear that you feel is you feel just right now, or you use it to feel in another moment in your life. So slowly wrap up and and shift to feedback and coaching. And then you have one and a half minutes, and then you shift to the next person. Okay. So team feedback coaching for Gabriella. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your last sentence, uh, Gabriella, because uh, um, Christine just uh, said we had to coach. Um. Yeah, I propose jump into close this space now and, and jump into the coaching and feedback. Okay. Yeah, there's a way in which, Gabriella, you're still, I think, trying to be nice to, to the client to make sure that they're okay with you. It's like a, a way maybe like you, that you've learned to develop rapport or the last part, trying please? to rapport, um, hip, uh, I don't know the word in Portuguese. Anyway, it's like, to, it's like to develop the relationship so that the person likes you and so that they trust you. So there's a way in which it seems like you're, you're navigating the space with this kind of tiptoeing a little bit and being careful so that the person will like you and that they'll trust you. And I think that you're losing clarity when you do that. You're using more words than you need to sometimes. And so the coaching is um, more sword and, and yeah, be at that edge. Like there, there's fear there where you're trying to be nice. There's fear there where you're tr trying to make sure the person likes you. I'm scared that they won't like me. So be at that edge of your fear. Be scared that they won't like you. Let yourself be scared that they won't like you. Do something that has enough sword that you feel that fear. 
because mm. you have the clarity, you have the clarity and you're not saying certain things because of this fear that you're not, that you're not, they're not going to like you or they're not going to trust you or be open to you. Yeah. And you can even say, like, try the experiment to say, you will hate me and I'm okay with that. Then I did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I get, I felt, I have had the same sense that the fear, even when Jesse gave you the first feedback, the fear, not the anger rises, the fear was even higher. And yes, so there is a mixed emotion in this moment. Okay, thank you. And then shift to the next person. Well, thank you for the feedback, Jim. Jim. Team. Jim. Okay, I'll be the next possibilitator. Who wants to be my client? I want to be the client now. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what really worked for me was the whole everything you said, like the beginning was a very clear explanation. It was sounded very invited, very interesting, like, oh yeah, I, I want this. What do you have there for me? And then uh what didn't work after Nicole asked the question about okay, I want to get started, I would have used this possibility to just okay, let's get right started. So first position this is how we start and then she can experience the magic with the impossibility mention without telling her about something that is magic but i i kind of got a bit confused in there like of, of, um, what are we gonna do now because then you explain something that might sound weird but when you experience it you can feel that ah this can work like okay that's my uh, Thank you. So we actually have a, a four minutes extra here. I got uh, delivered it pretty quickly. Maybe somebody could just uh, this first position thing is a little bit unclear to me. Somebody just uh, what 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 is this? The first position is centering, uh, centered, bubbled, grounded. Ah, okay. That's it. It's very simple. <laughs> Yeah, I always but, explain. But why, why don't we just go on and then we can maybe use the, I mean, the, the time that is in the end to evaluate the whole thing. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You, you arrange yourself. Cool. Who's so next? Will, like Jennifer, I, I you. Are, time this time, Jennifer, set the context. I'm the coach. Yes. Who's my client? Ow. Aeon, is it, right? Yes. Okay. So hello, Aeon, welcome to uh, this first session of Possibility Coaching. Thank you. Uh, yeah, very welcome. Did you ever heard about Possibility Coaching before? No, never. No. Okay, so first let me explain what is Possibility Coaching. Um, possibility Coaching is... Yeah, you, you've said um a couple of times. Mm. And my coaching is, yeah, get centered and... Hold hold yourself more in an adult, and not so much a nice girl box. Yes, thank you. Okay, go. So possibility coaching 
is a way to explore what possibilities are out there that you haven't seen or explored until now. We all grew up within uh, uh, this society with our parents, with our own belief systems, our own opinions, which created our box. We call that impossibility management. With possibility coaching, we use the word box and within this box here are all your beliefs all your opinions the way you actually it's your question so far it's it's pretty comprehensive and clear and it, it addresses why the person is there and what what it isn't um Liquid state, I think, maybe, I don't know if, if that it's too soon for that. But um, yeah, it, it seemed very clear and I liked how slow it was and, and definitely you were landing it, what you were saying. Yeah, I also appreciate that the speed that you went and I, I also love how each time where where everyone's taking the feedback and incorporating it and like we're building like a really beautiful matrix around this and i feel that you took a lot of what both leslie and marina did and with your spirit and your ideas and it was it it really worked and i noticed that there's like the context actually isn't doesn't take that long before suddenly like there's a desire to start giving the teaching kind of or like teaching the map so i wonder like where the line is of like you know how much yeah how to do the transition because i noticed it happens really quick like there's a couple of context things and then suddenly you're in talking about liquid state so it's like it i i really wonder about like how much of this can you really give to someone in the beginning like I feel after the first three minutes, I felt not, this is not about you, but this is just in general that like, it was starting to become overwhelming already. Um, so anyways, that's just a, a, maybe a question for Christine. Yeah, and that's also really a good hint what you can also bring into, into the group that um, even we, we have the desire of delivering all the maps and every distinction and it's, it's almost bombarding the person. In 10 minutes, they are dead. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of is like, I cannot follow you anymore. And of course, we want to have them in a liquid state. And if they are just, um, yeah, how do you say, blanking out or, or not burning out, but yeah, falling away and falling apart, it does not help. And so the, I would say the magic of context setting is to, to say it again, like two or three times, actually the same thing, but a bit different. So mm -hmm. it can really land in all bodies. And because as we know, when we read something, we read it with our mind and then it's only the mind which is penetrated and the mental body is like, uh-huh, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, I know. And then you read it a second time and slowly it's like, oh, it's, it's landing in a, maybe more in the energetics or more in the emotional body. And mm. then you, you got it three times. It's like, ah, and, and this is the same procedure, I would say, like say it 
over and over again. Um, even you might think like your box would freak out and it's like, I already said that, or your gremlin would say, you're repeating yourself. But nevertheless, it's like, it's this learning spiral and some are rapid learners and, and they get it, but they mainly get it in their mind. Kind of say, say, it, say it two or three times, whatever you wanna say. And then you need these 10 minutes and it's also kind of a landing time for them. Like I, I, yeah, I would not, in the first 10 minutes, I would not deliver a map. It's like, it's just not too overwhelming, especially for a really new person, never heard about possibility management and was referred probably from a colleague and said, yeah, my best friend said, you are great. That's why I'm here. And then like, okay, holy, holy moly. This is possibility <laughs> management. Yay, you got the jackpot. Woohoo. So, and then you open the, the, the box and, <laughs> and bring them into the, into the space. Cool. So 10 minutes, you have the uh, fourth round. Cool. Who's next? Thank you. Work. All right. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to the space of possibility coaching. I'm going to start by setting the context for you. And the context is basically the circumstances in which we are operating. It's because you, I, I don't notice that you had something prepared. I noticed you really with, with her, where she, she was. And one, one feedback is when she started to speak a lot, um, you, you didn't point out um, about the complaining and the, the child because she started to bring about the child state and you could use it like you are using right now, for example, and use more sword in this moment when she was using the child behavior to point out, like given an X on the map to her about the child contamination that she is there for it, that it was she looked for you. Thank and you. also what came to me is because, yeah, it was funny, like funny thing for me in this moment when I, because I have this mess here and I have this child mess here and to like ask, why are you laughing at what is funny and like to ask why I'm laughing. Because it was a little bit my gremlin protecting me to feel so, yeah. What is really going on? Okay, who's the last person? It's me. Okay. And Sarah, uh, go ahead. You okay. have eight minutes. Cool. Who's Who wants client? to be my client? Client. I yes, okay. I'll be coach, so. Hi, hello, Jesse. Hi, Vanilla. What can I do for you? I want help in uh, breaking my addiction to technology, like technological, like cell phone and computer screens and cell phone screens. Okay. Are you familiar with the possibility coaching and just because it's 
then I would just try to do a, a coaching on you. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit familiar, but I've never met you before. I, 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 so I pause for, for a second, Vianetta. You bring something and I, I sense that you jump for something with your mind. And my invitation is to you being with him, what with just bring it to the space with you. Okay. You go. Thank you. Uh, so what is this uh, technology uh, that you are uh, using? What is it giving you? What is it giving me? Yeah, why um, do you use so, spend so much time on the computers and cell phones? Well, yeah. Another possible, yeah, this purpose. Go with the purpose. Yeah, what, what is the purpose? Uh, that was what I meant, actually. What is the purpose of you sitting there? Well, like, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, I, like I'll, I'll have pod, sometimes I'll listen to podcasts for like the whole day. And it's a way of like filling the silence with voices. And it makes me feel like I'm not alone. And, and what's in this silence? Uh, that's why. Why don't you? Okay, Venera. Venera. <laughs> Go ahead. He said that she felt that she felt not alone. So this felt not alone is another doorway for you, or yeah. for him, okay. for I, you I, to point it I, out. I, I want to make a break. It's like it's not it's not an entry to already going into the process and do possibility coaching. It's about context setting for a possibility coaching session. Therefore, he actually mm -hmm. does not even need to say something. Because he okay. can say hello and like, hey, yeah. before we start, like, have you ever been in such a session? No. Okay. So I want to share. Like I want, I want to build the context for you. I want to set up the frame, and then you start and 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 bring it from different angles. It's like it's uh, it's about um, building, painting the picture, painting the picture for possibility management and for this coaching session. What he will expect, and then you can use this. For example, yeah, you you have this. You you bring your. Um, this problem with you this what, what was it it addicted in technology addiction in technology mm -hmm. and then, okay and you can take it as a as a kind of a a threat mm -hmm. through through your context building but you would not use it as a a doorway right away mm -hmm. would yeah bring him first into your space of course, he's already here, but nevertheless, he has no idea about possibility management. Yeah. Like, it's a bit of fake with Jesse, but nevertheless. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, I would like to, to, uh, to guide you through um, a process here um, so you can find out um, uh, find out about why why you are addicted to to this and what you can do about it, and I will give you some uh, possibilities in uh, going into your feelings uh, that lay lie behind the 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 addiction, and um, we are going to discover this. Uh, I will not I will not come and tell you like a facet uh, 
why and, and how I see it, but trying to discover it with you. Um, Vianera, yeah, be yeah, one sure. thing. Great. Just uh, don't say M. You are saying a lot of. Yes. Oh, thank you both. This is really something I want to learn to be more clear, to be more sharp. And because of my fear of not being able to do that, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think it's just a big survival strategy of me to use even more arms for things. Yeah, so thank you. I will definitely take it. Okay. So you're already through? Mm -hmm. Okay. So use the time to collect maybe like the gold nuggets, what you got from the space to bring into the bigger group. Cool. Empowering to your being. And so the way in which you could shift into a radically responsible place would be to claim your role in the story and look for the doorway to the healing for yourself and also openly have a conversation with the person that you originally blamed to discover what is there for you two to heal together. Try it. Like wrap it up. You have two minutes for you team feedback and coaching. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, was, I, were those I questions your feedback or was that you like asking me questions after the session as the client? As the client. That, that was client. the only thing when I'm giving you feedback now, that was the only thing that wasn't so, it was just, you mentioned it, but you didn't say anything to about it. Okay. And what um, touched me the most was when you have said, I'm in your team. We are a team here. Mm -hmm. And the rest was very clear. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, I saw also the, your archetypal uh, ego state saints, uh, what, you, what you really learned and you experienced just, uh, with uh, PM. So I really, it was, I could, I want to, to listen more and more and more what you want to say. Uh, the, only, the only thing that I remember to listen to you sometimes help, I'm going to help. And sometimes it seems that I was in a victim moment, like I was feeling like more passive. Mm -hmm. And you said like more than two times. And but when you said, I mean, we are in you are I'm in your in your team, and I start to feel again in this active position. I have a, a dangerous question. What what is it when you are making some welcome back into the space? Great. What did you discover about yourself, about the other um, coaches? Like how? What was landing? What was really working for you? What was not working for you? But mainly what was working? What was working? I think the idea that you're really just saying the same thing in a few different ways. 
and slow enough that it lands and and just keep it to maybe just three points really. Yeah, I loved working in a in a team with this because I noticed each time each person was giving like there was gold in each one that by the time the last person went, we really found kind of a formula for how like somehow a way that it that it works. Um, and I noticed that uh, the the amount of information that we started when we started doing it, it was like just way too much and that there was this tendency to go into the maps like somehow to set the like it was a quick there was this transition where suddenly the maps were happening and then christine gave us this feedback of you can just say the same thing a couple of times in different ways and go slow and let it land because the context is not that complicated or that many things to say but it can be really new so you can explore different ways of of saying it and so i yeah that's what i learned is that it doesn't need to be fancy and it just needs to be clear and slow and not going into the teach the maps because i notice i've tried this and i accidentally went into the maps and then people are like glazed over their eyes are like Zoop. so something about keeping it simple and and sh uh, short in some ways like yeah that's what I noticed. Yeah, thank you. For me, helpful was a metaphor, 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 yes, about becoming the driver of the ship. This empowering focus. Can you say more about that? Like you as a coach, or no, me as a you... me as a client. Mm -hmm. Okay, that you would that you would describe this to to the to the client. That you would give this the the metaphor. Yes. Ah, okay. I, yeah, I got it. Mm -hmm. I I perceived it as helpful for me as a client. Mm -hmm. So I would like to give it also to my clients. We had uh, what came up was that explaining what the box was became a thing that actually sort of went through all three presentations. And uh, yeah, I just noticed that. Uh, it was very interesting. It was three quite different ways of presenting it, but it um, was very helpful, interesting to, to, to see those differences. So is it what you said? You, you, were, you were diving more like, how, how did you do that? How did you set context by using the map, the box map? Can you say more? Or well, also the uh, team? Do you, do you want me to respond or somebody else from the team? If you want to respond, Aeon, then you will respond. Well, it just came up. It was a thing that we all three of us sort of and 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 in sort of try to in the explanation of what possibility management or coaching was that there was this concept of that our box is a survival strategy, which was one very essential concept that came up. We didn't none of us explained the four feelings or three worlds, or, but the box came up every time. It was just an observation. 
yes, uh, for me, it was a great doorway to just explain about possibility coaching because the possibilities you can see are outside of your box. So in this case, you can refer to the possibilities. You go to our outside of your box and inside your box is what you know until now and it's your survival. So that's why this distinction came up. Cool. We okay. also have a bit of a discussion about this um and uh and so and kind of and, and, and sort of the clarity of language that that, that that we sort of were mindful of and all of us sort of sense of power and, and try to practice and to 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 be very clear in the delivery and I think that that's a never-ending exercise. Yeah, no, also, yeah. No, uh, what was the word for that, Nicole? The, for these words? Filler words. Filler words. Filler, yeah. yeah, filling words, yeah. So without filler words. Yeah. And what I also heard in one or two groups that the pace became slower. It's not about shooting every information onto the client. And at the beginning, it's like this tendency of, I want to I wanna say it all at once. And then it's just overwhelming. And to, to slow down, focus on three, three or four um, bytes, I would call them, and then share this from different angles and different pictures and maybe examples or um, even asking a question and then weave this in as like, how, how does it land in you? And then you can even use the client as a, as a kind of a sounding board if it, if it lands or not. Yeah. Anything else? One of the most effective things to me was starting with saying, I'm going to set some context for our time about possibility coaching, because that's why you came to me. Like, I didn't know how to introduce the subject. I went first and I was I just jumped in. So I think uh, that was great. Yeah. Super. I, I just cover about, like, I received the feedbacks about my be nice and, and not, um, like, not make the client uncomfortable. And I received the possibility to, like, for example, use much more anger and, like, Probably you hate me, and the, my job will be done if if you hate me. So like <laughs> this thing landed me like in this way of my box freaking out, like so much fear of be dangerous, and this is my like my next emotional healing process, like this freaking out that I find is this edge in this um, setting context and trying to be nice and less anger and losing clarity. Thank you, Gabriela, for bringing this into the space. The next breakout room will be about landing, this, uh, landing the map. And we collected the, the different kind of maps and you can choose one and choose one which you are not comfortable yet with 
not the the easiest one but the most dangerous one because yeah so that you ha harvest enough um, wisdom from from your team they will give you feedback and coaching and jesse this is any map or one of the ones that was mentioned at the, be at the beginning, beginning of the call yeah yeah do, do you have Didn't a list of the maps that were mentioned aeon you have a list of the maps that were mentioned in the beginning like i wrote them down I probably like choose, choose one of the the first ones coming into your mind okay. yeah cool. and you have eight minutes in the groups of four and in, in the group of three you have 10 minutes and the group of three, please um, coordinate the, the shift on your own. When I'm not in the room, when I'm in the room, I can, I, I will give you, give you the, the 10 minutes. And if not, organize you on, on yourself. And the, the amount, like the time will tick down on the right side in the, in the right corner again. So there are 32 minutes and then, yeah, have fun. which are outside of your box we will crack it open and then you will enter a liquid state within this state you don't know who you are it's like it can be scary it feels dangerous because you your box is cracked open you're out your your survival strategy doesn't work anymore so you're literally going to change the shape of your being and this is what we call being liquid and this is a very important phase within possibility coaching because without being liquid nothing will change only by being in this liquid state you can create a new form for yourself and then from there you can tap into new possibilities which are outside of that old box you created so you're literally going to change the shape of your being and then from there, your box will again be create a new box, but a bigger one. It's expanded. And then from there, you can go liquid again. So it's an ongoing process of growing, of being liquid and reshape and grow and reshape. Jennifer, so. instead of can, use another word. So it gets even more precise. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And what if I don't want to be liquid? What if you don't want to be liquid? What's the, yeah, what's the purpose of this question? What's your fear about being liquid? Yeah, I feel fear to be liquid. It sounds like really, yeah, too much for me be liquid and then be in the box, be liquid then like. Yeah, so this fear, this is fear is coming from your box. This Jennifer, is little. Probably 
this is how you will lose uh, lose her mm. you know you can ask isabel how this lands if you mm, she's al already frightened right like oh my gosh this is so overwhelming nevertheless it's like stay on track and say okay i can see you are scared nevertheless this this is the ticket this is what i can provide it's like stay clear because you are still setting the context mm. don't don't weaken it because she's scared it's like yeah it will be scary it will be really scary and i'm with you but it will be scary it will not go away it's like if, if you walk this path and you have the choice to stay here and probably you come with the next choice is <laughs> one of the superpowers you have and um, you can bring them the next one of the next maps or you can point out you have the choice i'm not forcing you to something there's a part in you coming into this space the part in you wanted to be here and i want to talk to this part for example this could be a bridge this yeah. thank you cool. i'm flying further okay good do we have time a person that want you that's waiting that me save you you Beep. i just want to interrupt that we have you have two and a half minutes left of your eight minutes if if you use the full eight minutes or if you want feedback on on, on the uh, i'm a little unsure about the exercise oh maybe christina can shed light on that should we use the full eight minutes or should we include some time for feedback, Christine? I want the feedback. Yeah, go ahead. Gabriela wants feedback. So I want the feedbacks, please. Go. Okay, so we've got two minutes two minutes for feedback. Go ahead. Thank you, Gabriela, for, for the distinction. I I felt that was landing to me. Uh, and I, th I felt also that at the end of when you you start to say what I'm going to uh, you know, to have in my life, uh, assuming responsibility, radical responsibility, like really not giving, not just the the uh, the examples examples from the society, but also for myself. Like, if I am responsible, what I will, if I have this radical responsibility, do you hear me well? Yes, cut a little bit, but I take it what you said. Okay. I found that um, there was I was sometimes a little bit confused about uh, uh, because you yeah you were going back a bit back and forth you said something about these child adult uh, and I think that would have been very instructive to have it's like I was missing a little bit like a framework a clear framework of what it is you're trying to explain and a little bit too many details that made left me a little bit confused. Yeah, um, what what worked was the way where the examples that you gave about the different levels and how you engaged uh, Marina in that. And it was interactive. And I feel that the map is the map of cult, uh, cultural creatives. It's not the map of responsibility, right? What is the name of the map? Cultural creatives. I don't know this map. My intention was to deliver the radical responsibility map. Okay, I don't know what to say, but um, yeah. You can yeah. make a date and have a conversation about it. 
and then now shift to the to, to the next person yeah yeah go on all right who goes next I on go ahead yeah okay let me go then uh, I'm just starting my watch here I think I would like to present uh, the map of of uh, mixed emotions uh, which I found is a very uh, powerful tool because uh, um, we are emotional beings and most of what we do uh, is based in emotions our impulses and many 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 of our, of our troubles are, are have a strong emotion just, just a second beep I don't, who is the your client oh sorry <laughs> Sorry. Yes, who is my client? Who wants to be the client here? Me. Okay, Charlotte. Sorry for that. So I'll just begin over. Welcome, Charlotte. Uh, and um, to begin this session, I'm going to be trying to explain a map, uh, one of the maps that we work with. And this is the, the map of unmixing emotions, which is a core tool in the uh, possibility coaching. And... Um, to understand the unmixing of emotion, we need to understand first that we have four core emotions which are alive in our bodies. And then we have certain mixing of these which uh, can appear as emotions but are very difficult to work with because they are mixed. So the four core... Deep, uh, yes? I have a proposal to brief a little bit more and say the words with more more precisely and more clarity like letting the the your words landing in charlotte so you give a little bit more space to your words flow in your speech shift go okay all right so uh, the four fundamental emotional uh, powers we have is anger which is uh, an energy we used to set boundaries uh, we have sadness which connects us to uh, fear anger sadness this is this is how this navigation is a navigation into the feelings the emotions that have been repressed and held and are held in our bodies and this is this will be my job as your possibility coach is to navigate with you and help you navigate into your underworld so that you can get information and energy from the emotions that you have stored away to create new possibilities and new decisions for your life. Hmm. Who's your client? I have feedback for you. Okay. Uh, the Thank you, one of the pieces that for me is helpful about this map is that in modern culture, the orientation, the arrangement of the three worlds is middle world in the middle, underworld underneath, and archetypal domain above. And the, 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 the novel thing about the map is that you're switching the location of the underworld with the middle world so that the middle world's down here and you have to go through the underworld to get to the upper mm. world. So that, that distinction is really helpful because it gives a visualization. Mm. It reorders. Yeah. It, it pulls Changes the rug out it. and reorders right. so that wow. you have to go through one to get to the other. And then there's this arrow that tries to subvert, which is the new age arrow, 
that tries to subvert the underworld and go straight to the upper domain. So just to give you the visual of the yeah, map. Yeah, thank you. And then the one other piece that I, I felt could have helped give more context is you gave the piece about emotions being this energy that's stuck in the underworld, but the other part is feelings are the thing that can give you access to the archetypal domain. Yeah, yeah. Feeling energies are are still or still exist in the middle world in the archetypal domain, not just in the underworld. I don't know if I missed the the uh, part, but I would like to have uh, more clarity about why is do you need to go to the underworld underworld first and have all this feeling? What's the purpose of this? So make it very clear the point of why do we need to go in the underworld? You said that it, you cannot go to the upper world unless you go to the underworld, but why? <laughs> this is something I'm very curious about. Jesse, do you want to say something? Yeah, what I heard... Um, what I heard from Nicole was that the emotions get stuck in the body and and there's secrets there's all kinds of things that are stuck and so without going into the underworld those things go with us you know they don't um they don't get loosened up or dealt with healed Yeah, another distinction that can be helpful in this map is that it trying to go and reach for the upper domain, the archetypal domain, without acknowledging and 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 spending time in the underworld is fantasy. And what is fantasy? Fantasy is underworld. So you try and go up, and you end up down. You try and go to the upper world because you're this aspirational, I want to feel better, I want to feel great, I want ecstasy, I want bliss, I want only good vibrations. Well, where do you end up? You end up in the underworld. You're saying you, if you um, go, if you don't go through the underworld to get to the upper world, then you're in the underworld. Because you're denial, basically. Yeah. You're betraying yourself. You're fooling yourself. You're pretending. And pretending is a shed of mm. action. It's like you, you think, uh, think as if. And as if it's just bullshit. It's, everything is bullshit. But nevertheless, it's not the helpful bullshit. It's useless bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, you have... Two more minutes and then no no actually no you're, you're shifting to the next person sorry yeah yeah 16 minutes great who's next i could uh i'll be the next great do you have I... a coach uh, not a coach a client on the other side who do you talk to? Somebody because, wants to be my yeah, client. Ask, because it's really helpful to, to look at one person and deliver. Yeah, that somebody here wants to be my client. 
Okay, Nicole. Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hello. I'm going to talk about uh, a map, and um, I will um, talk about the the map all over the um, what's called um, the box, and. Um, The box is um, like a defense mechanism that that we all have, and we all have um, different. You can be uh, put together of a lot of facets from our life. It can be uh, old habits. Can be a part of our, our book. I want to invite invite yeah. you to first find your center again and ground. Like right. I think you kind of you, you wobble and you lose your center and ground, and so you lift off the ground. Then speak yeah. to her. So you have a box. So yeah. when and make, and make it get point point this at her. Point it. At her. You have a box, right. Nicole, and then go. Jesse, go ahead. And I'm, yeah. How did you recognize that? Can you? Because I, I had the impression that your energetic center was more like a little bit here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it is also something to do with your um, internet. Somehow it is like a little bit slow. Thank you. And I also have a question. How did it work with the tree when I explained the stories with the picture of the tree? Did that land? For me, not. It was like a little bit too much. Also, when you say, ah, oh, you need to, to put it out, it was like, I'm a newbie. I don't know what what you're speaking about. And at least in, in this moment, it, it wasn't landing. What did what map did you deliver? The story map. The story map. Like the irresponsible and responsible story or? Yes. Okay, probably I would not do this in in a coaching session. This is a it's it's the it's one of the main main maps in an expanded box. It's not something what you would only deliver in a coaching session because it, there's a whole process before and then afterwards the like which story is is um, true uh, will come and i would not start with this you can probably say in in a side sentence like we are story makers and um uh, we are creating all all day long like uh, stories but i would not use this map exactly like because you can also land these distinctions what comes with the map in other maps 
because it's about radical responsibility. It's about taking a stand for for what what they produce, and you probably you use more the the low drama map. There you can weave it in. Right. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Who's next? It's me. Go ahead. So I provide the map of ego states. We have different ego states in us. I'm sorry, who are you talking to? Uh, to you, Jennifer. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And I tell you this shortly, this ego, it is the adult ego state. This one we are looking for because in this state you are able to feel your feelings and to navigate your life. Then there is the parent ego state and you can distinguish the parent ego state out of voices. Like inner voices telling you something, for example, you should do. When you are telling yourself you should do something, probably it is the parent ego state, something that you got from your parents or from society and you incorporated that. So it is not easy to recognize it. Does that land? Make some examples. Make it even more that it re, re, let it land in her, for example. Yes. And then I should. Yes. Yeah. For example, I should do more garden work or I should be more present in my family. Yeah, so it's real, and, and how you can do it, you tune into her because these are her shoulds actually. You're using your scanner already there and you talk to her. The garden work, I don't know if this really lands in her, it's probably your should. It's not her should. Yeah. Like her should is about something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I observe that your eyes are blinking very fast is it difficult for you to to listen or or can you tell me how are you at the moment i am very interested in what you're saying about these parent ego states and the shoots i can recognize that within myself that i do that a lot and i usually play a lot okay when I watch replays, I'm like, what's that? But I, I, I don't know. Okay, okay, good. Good. Thank you. Cool. And then you could even. So say, you know. Yeah. And ask her, what are your should sentences? And then you go to the next. Weave her in. Your shoulds. Can you tell me some examples? Yes. I should a lot of myself. I'm like. Um... I should clean the house. I should do the laundry. I, I should. Uh, 
you know, I have a lot of shoots to have the house clean, which are definitely not my own shoots. When I hear your, you're talking about the parody districts, and I realize. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So your shoots are more in the space of keeping housekeeping, cleaning. At this moment, yes. And, yes. And there is uh, an instrument how to deal with such voices. And it is called the voice blaster. So you have some energetic instruments and you just take this voice blaster and make bang. It is one possibility whenever you hear such voices with shoots, you just make bang to them. You need not to listen to them anymore. Then the child ego state, you can recognize also like inner sentences and they are more in, in questions, can I, am I allowed? Also mixed feelings are a part of child ego state. It is like if something out from the past is coming at the surface and you don't act in your normal adult way, you, you recognize, okay, there is something going on. And that child ego states are doorways to do emotional healing processes. So how do I recognize that? Can you give an example also? Yes. For example, when you feeling overwhelmed, when something is happening in your daily life and you react or overreact, then this can be a sign or this is a sign that you are in a child ego state. And this reaction you can use as a doorway for an EHP. Be probably with a new client, I would not say EHP, I would call it the whole name and what is it, for example. Like, okay, this is an emotional healing process, so the, these triggers are for healing purpose. So. Good. Isabel, stay, stay with her. Yes. Great. So I'm flying to the next week. So I do another. So the, the middle world is when you do the ordinary things, like when you do your things and, and just uh, being in this automatic pilot, uh, paying taxes and doing your obligations and, and just being someone good for the government and just... And when you do the upper world, for example, when you do your actions in the upper world will be 
taking radical responsibility about your life and really creating the, 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 the life that you want and also creating space uh, for other people to... Marina, to, yes. there, is, there is three minutes left. Do you want feedbacks? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, well... I think that that I'm sorry to say it was very confusing and 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 didn't make a lot of sense. And you made some strange things saying that the gremlin is living in the upper world and uh, modern world, modern culture has a middle world. I mean, it is just like three realms. The you know, upper world is the bright principles. The middle world is the world we live in, the reality that we experience in the underworld, our shadow principles. So, I just found it was uh, very very confusing the presentation. And I would suggest that you sort of read up on what these three worlds really are. Because it seems like you don't really have a have a grasp of, of of what it is, and so it becomes a mess. Sorry, I tried to say that. No, thank you, thank you. What, Marina, one. What do you? One one possibility is, is you when he asked it, when you asked it to him and he said I didn't understand what you said. You started to explain all the math again, and one possibility is when you ask it, you you make clear like as I said, middle world is logistics. So what is the logistics in your life? And we started to build up the map with him, like to to not keep distant, but create cre um, deliver the map with him, like making question and bringing what he says to your explanation, to your delivering. So you are with him, you're not distant from here. This is the one possibility. Thank you. Cool, yeah. And I think you can also start by talking about how the three worlds are, you know, general, like generally experienced in modern culture, how like the middle world is here and the underworld is here and how we, you know, like starting with that as kind of, it's also like there's an old map and a new map within this map. Yeah. Because actually the main distinction is it's actually funny because um, it also was in the other in, in the other space, <laughs> the other breakout um, that there's like in modern society people say you have the middle world down at the underworld and up at the upper world, but actually like in possibility management we, we say this is the middle world and we need to go through our shadow world to reach the archetypal domain so it's it's more like a sandwich <laughs> and it builds up and you there's no if 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 you if you cope or you if you bypass then you're actually also believing that like a fantasy world and fantasy world is actually it's a, it's again it's a shadow world so. cool thank you Great. I'm closing the breakout and then you have 30 minutes, uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Marina, Ma yes. oh, Marina, I just want to say that I think. Oh. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> I just pressed enter right as you and then. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the others arriving. That's good. Sorry, I didn't mean to escape so quickly, team. Oh, okay. She was on my tail. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm going to the bed. On my dragon tail. <laughs> jumped on.
<laughs> what was on your tail? Charlotte. Me. Charlotte was on my <laughs> dragon tail. <laughs> okay. The next legend is born. <laughs> okay. Welcome back into the space. Let's have all a, a deep breathe in and land here <laughs> in this space. And what are the findings? And <laughs> the, cats, the cat had, has definitely some things to say. <laughs> so what I have you to say? What are the, the findings, the, the things that worked and also did not work? So we can learn from each other. What worked was to also tell about my own story my own experience with that and also to scan the other person to, to just yeah recognize what is there and also to be connected with my anger and to yeah to to be connected with my space holding, my space and the space of the other person. Like to, to really make a, a cube around me and the other person. I recognize it in the first group. I, I didn't have that and now I did it and it was a difference for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got two times the feedback to use more my anger, to speak more clear and to be less like wobbly. And I am learning to, it was a great coaching for me also to really land distinctions, like to use your anger to land the distinctions. And yeah, for me, it's, it's a great practice to really talk with less words and be more clear and just just land it without saying things twice or yeah so my personal great feedback which I will take with me thank you thank you and yeah what I found something oh yeah go ahead Marina. I just I want to add yeah I want just to add about the dangerous to be in a dangerous uh, place here in this coaching train, train, uh, training, because I'm here also for that. Like I, the, 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 to choose the, the most dangerous map for me was also using my fear to navigate and just having this, yeah, this opportunity to go, to go and see what is going like and having the team to, to be with me. So I just want to, recognize that and also Christina said that I was using the, the the word can very many times and so it was very also very helpful to see and to scan myself when I was when I was using the the words can like you can do that I can do this like 
and I want to discover that when someone used the word you instead we landed so much more instead like we we do it we we believe it it's like when you're delivering a map the you like direct more to land and um landing the bodies yeah and jennifer what you said is um using using your anger has also a differentiation for me at least when i'm offline and online like having a person in front of me of course I, i'm using a certain amount of anger and i i use more anger online because somehow i need i need to go through the screen <laughs> over the ocean somewhere and hit another screen and then hit the body so um i my tone is online much more almost aggressive and someone would would listen to me maybe from from the outside like fierce and directed and when i'm with a person i'm i would say i i i have more sadness in my voice than but still the anger need, needs to be on a certain amount of, of like 20, 25 minimum so that it lands in the, in the person. And with um, online, yeah, it's about 30, 32, it's, it's definitely higher. So um, practice or like um, research what works for you online and offline and i know jennifer you are doing also like the rage rage work and there you also need even more anger right especially when you have a rage session it's like if you if you would use less than 25 percent of um, rage it would not open the gates what is necessary yeah. so it's also context um the not the, the setting is also um, defines how, how much anger you will use. Yeah. yeah, for me also what I uh, explored was I also choose a, a map that I was afraid of to explain and I was insecure. And by getting to people use your anger and just start talk start talking but with using my anger I was like, oh, wow, I can say things anyway without uh, being uh very sure or like secure about what i want to say but just the energy is different of landing distinctions anyway yeah yeah, yeah and, and also what what i noticed by um, moving around in the different spaces that there was sometimes a tendency of um kind of performing and not being with with a client right like now i'm delivering a map and then it's like I'm holding my speech and I'm not with the other with the client anymore. Who did, yeah. did you notice this also? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and this is <clears throat> this is this. Um, I think this is what is necessary to build the bridge. Also, not um, completely finish your your map, but make gaps and reach out and bring them in and then the next portion actually the same thing what happens in the expand the box like the, the the trainer would not deliver the whole map and then turn around and say so now here i am but the, the trainer is also with the person 
uh, with a team, with a, with a group, why, why he or she is delivering it. And that's just the same thing. Like make a pause, mm -hmm. check in, did this land? Are there any questions? And, and um, if yes, just, just say it in a different way. L let it land from a different angle. What I noticed with you, Christina, is when you came to our room, I give my center to you and somehow relaxed. I, I, and I'm angry because of that. I, I just, yeah, I forgot to be there with my sword and to give feedback. And I will keep that in my attention for the next time. Great. I'm counting on you. <laughs> Cool. Something I, I noticed was was that I my story is that I delivered the map as I had it in me. And then when I got the coaching, it it built the map in me even more. And this this is yeah, so I, I highly recommend doing this in our three and four cells in our extra calls in the week to to do this while we have a coach coaching so that we can get the maps even more in ourselves. So then we can deliver that into the person as, as if they're kind of, instead of drawing the map on a piece of paper, they're the piece of paper and our words and our energy are the, are the markers. Yay. Yeah. What, what a great bridge. Like Nicole and me, we, we were noticing that, not all flyers were posted. So the question is, what is holding you back? And I, I want to throw the ball back to you into your three and four cells um, that you discover this. What is like that? There's one person discovering what is holding me back, but the team is asking, hey, what is holding you back? And how can we support you? that these two questions are for the in, in your next um, meeting 20 minutes you're shifting five minutes each this is my proposal that you get clear what is really holding you back if you ho held your back right like and uh and if yeah. and if there isn't something if if your flyer's ready to go then what what about next steps what about getting it out there find your your people to practice with and mm, if you if you have people to practice with a possibility about that is to pass them on to your three cell four cell to cross pollinate so that winning can be happening where where there's where there's lots of clients bridge them to where there's not so many yeah so what is the suggestion with these flies? Is that we send them out uh, and find what a couple of clients a week and practice, or what is the specific suggestion? Like the su suggestion is that, that you find minimum two clients that you practice and clients who have no idea about possibility management, and that you have two. Hmm? just two clients or two clients a week, or what are we talking about? You you can it's it's now about practicing so you can do how many you want we say minimum two for this next um for the next week and for the next two weeks first find them and then make make the arrangements and start from zero it's like okay this is 
and, and, and learn the steps. And some are more um, trained in this, in these steps and some, some less. That's why ask your team like, okay, this is my next step. And the team can say, how can we support you in this? Whatever it is, it's like everyone is on a different um, edge. And use your team with, with, even if you have your flyer, use your team and give, give co get coaching and feedback about your flyer so that your flyer, which is maybe the first thing a client's going to see of you, already is delivering this clarity and possibility. Yeah. And not only your team, because you, 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 um, you posted it in the, in the, in the chat. Also, if you see their feedback and coaching, what you want to want to give, go ahead. I started also, and I'm also going through all the, all the flyers and will give feedback and coaching, but you do too. It's like, it's not me. I, I, I know how it works. It's like, we know how it works all together. Cool team. I feel glad anything else from anyone else. I have a question and perhaps you can say something about it next time about the word being dangerous. Can I also translate that in being present and being clear? Or is there more? Dangerous. <clears throat> when you would say to a client, this is dangerous territory, or what do you, how would you use it? I mean, now in our context, when we in this team tell each other, be more dangerous. Ask, ask instantly. What do you mean? Give me coaching, you know? Because it can 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 be different ways how you you can be you are dangerous. Probably asking more dangerous question or using more anger or yeah of course stay centered. <laughs> That's the basic. But okay. There are different ways of uh, being dangerous. Mm -hmm. I, I think the question is dangerous to what. So mm -hmm. I'm dangerous to what? I'm dangerous to the box. I'm dangerous to modern culture. I'm dangerous to the status quo. What am I being dangerous to? And that to me gives context to this word danger because okay. you're threatening to destabilize or dismantle something. You are threatening to dismantle something. Thank you, that Lance. Cool. Thank you. So then this was it today. For today we see each other next week and stay connected through the chat thank you thank you thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. goodbye bye, bye. goodbye